wait, waiting on it, waiting on it, waiting on it. Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Shout out to the dude in the comments. We were just sitting here talking a bunch, and he said, uh, P gonna come back with the shades, and I pulled out my shades just because you. He just put them on. Just because you said that, I'm, like, I'm gonna put them on too. Just so that's just for you, my boy, so you can feel special about that guest. What's the word, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the five year anniversary pod. Legit five years to the day. We've been doing this. Mike, I always got to put the put I ain't the trying to get, you know, my OGs in this shit, man. Yeah, man. Five years to the day, man. So we appreciate everybody. Whether you came on episode one and this is your first time in the chat, we appreciate you all um, on this journey. You know what I'm saying? Five, we, yeah, it was a quick five years. It was a very quick five years. We've came a long way. We was just talking about the first episode and how awkward it was and how ugly we all was and. You know what I'm saying? I think most of us no, glowed no, no, up no, a little bit. All ugly we was. I was looking all right. Big I think body bands, remember? I used to be dusty. <laughs> it's also National Mustache Day, so I want to say uh, congratulations or happy Mustache Day to Derek Pierre and me. Uh, we've been Bro, rocking what? these things for a little time now. You got a little scruff. He do? Barely. Not enough to be, I don't even not think enough I don't to say welcome. I don't think he qualifies either. I don't think he qualifies either. Didn't you just shave your shit off? I shaved my my beard growth. Yes. Oh, okay. Why? But the mustache would be there. It's been his since I was like 13. Why did you and how did Terrence know? My shit's still coming in. I posted, I posted a picture of myself. Oh. Um, why did I? It, it wasn't coming in the way I wanted it to. And uh, we used to no, know it, what changed it when we were all together and we was watching those throwback videos of us. And I was like, damn, I look way better. Just without clean it. shaving, you know, without it. So I was like, fuck it. Impulsively woke up the next I morning. I was watching a video all on TTW Clips, and I looked terrible clean shaving. So I was like, I'm never finna take yeah. my shit off. You also look terrible when you had those fucking dreads, and we noticed that too. <laughs> I ain't took a, I ain't clean shaved my shit since like, man, almost like seven years. I did that shit like- <laughs> That picture you just showed us at D-Mills, he had the clean shave. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Justin Bro, Mustache. The clean shave don't be doing many people You don't right even now. notice how Beards much facial care. hair you have until you chop everything off. Like, you can have a little bit and you just wipe it off. You're going to look so different. Yeah, I've never- imagine going clean shave. Yeah, I've ne- I'm mm-hmm. never doing that shit again, bro. Yeah. Never. I, and I don't even have no shit like you do. Um, but man, shout out to everybody in the chat. Five year anniversary. That's that's big. We wouldn't be here without y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. This shows you what consistency does. We showed up every Tuesday and Saturday, and look at the product it's produced. Yeah, I think when we started, it, it wasn't even a popular thing for people who had shows or type of content to do stuff through the off season. But we made that like a thing. We're like we we a year through. Yep. And we used to only do Tuesdays at first. Remember you know, that? Right? That Dude, shit was so long ago. We only did yeah. Tuesdays. It wasn't visual. It was just audio. We come a long way. Tuesdays, Saturdays. Now we got a whole YouTube. We got a TikTok. Um, We're signed with the biggest sports media platform on the internet. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a lot of great stuff that happened in those five years. So we want to say thank y'all. Um, Shout out to Warner Media. A couple days ago, Donovan Mitchell got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Out of nowhere, man. It's still surreal to me. I can't believe Donovan Mitchell just I got traded. I won't believe it until he's on the court with that team, bro. It, it just it happened out of nowhere. So mm-hmm. they said that they wanted to trade him before training camp. Um, but again, everybody felt like it was the Knicks. Even after RJ got extended, even the experts were saying that the New York Knicks are the, are the spot. ESPN posted an article, I think the day before Donovan Mitchell got traded, where they surveyed, like I think it was 15 GMs, and they asked a bunch of different questions. Who's the MVP this season? And one of the questions was, what team will Donovan Mitchell, be, Donovan Mitchell be on next season? It was 14 people said the Knicks and one person said the Jazz. So everybody still thought the Knicks were going to be the team. Out of nowhere, the carpet was taken out of their foot 
and, and the Cavaliers snag, and we had that like three minute period where Woj tweeted, "The Cleveland Cavaliers have acquired Donovan Mitchell," and everybody's trying to figure out what the what the hell did they give up? Right. Um, and it ended up being Larry Market, Ote Abaji, Colin Sexton, some first round picks, three of them, and then two swaps, and boom, now they got a backcourt of Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. Evan Mobley Donovan is on the Mitchell. roster. What did I say? Colin Sexton. They yeah, yeah, had a, a, a <laughs> backcourt oh, okay. of Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, say, and they flipped that to Donovan Mitchell, man. So how we, how we feeling? It's been a couple days. I think my mm. opinion has changed from the initial reaction, so I'm curious to what y'all think. I was extremely excited. Because um, when you look at what they do both, both of them had very high usage rates. Um, Donovan Mitchell was top 100%. Darius Garland like tape top 86 um, so when you look at that and you get two guys who complement each other, um, when you talk about taking the ball out of their hands, I think it very much takes the load off. And when you looked at that team, whenever Darius Garland wasn't on the court, you always looked at him and said, where's the shot creation going to come from? Now they have one of the more elite shot creators in the league in Donovan Mitchell next to Darius Garland. Uh, so I think this team's going to be real sexy, real fun. They now have top 10 offense potential instead of being like the bottom, like top 20, top 20 ish. Offenses in the league, so I think this is going to be very good for them, especially if they keep that same defensive mindset. Which I don't think is going. <laughs> Somebody change. said you got the B ball index membership because you said one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Or yeah, I don't even think you said percentile. You just said top eighty six. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But still, facts though. Yeah. Some some very very good. How about you, Mike? Is Isaac a Cavs fan? I think uh, no. Isaac was a Lakers fan. Okay. Feel um, bad for him. <laughs> I, I like it just for both sides. I feel like I say this a lot, but I, I just love it. <laughs> I ain't never heard him dislike a trade in my right. lifetime. Well, you're going to wait till the Lakers and see what the next Lakers trade. But okay. You're going to love that shit. Because they just going to get better. There's yeah. no way around yeah. it. Yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. We always be saying that shit, be. But, now nah, I'm super – just for the Jazz, man, I, same thing kind of like I be saying with the Blazers. We'll see how long it is for them because they still want to compete. But just let that shit go sometimes. The Jazz wanted picks and uh, – uh, uh, like a younger player, which I guess they kind of got, but sure, you know, it really depends on what else was on the table for them, you know, which kind of ended up to this deal because, like you said, it was all unexpected and everything. But for the Cavs' point of view, based on what they did last season, I thought that shit was perfect. They kind of needed what Colin Sexton can do in terms of like being able to score and everything like that. They they needed what Rubio had brought in terms of another playmaker, and Donovan Mitchell kind of fills both those shoes just as a flat out star. You know, I was thinking about like how it's it's. I think Donovan Mitchell is still um, better than fucking Darius Garland. But I was thinking about like what's the gap between them that you just acquired basically uh, your best player on your team. I think that this the the reason why I really like this trade is if two years down the line you told me Donovan Mitchell was the third best player on the Cavs, I wouldn't even think you were crazy because mm-hmm. I think Darius Garland has the potential to be better than him, and Evan Mobley has the potential to be better than him as well. Mm-hmm. So if Donovan Mitchell at the age of twenty eight is your third best player, that's a fucking contender. I don't know if they're a contender today. You know, it, it, they still have to rely on Evan Mobley's jump. They still need Isaac Okoro to learn how to shoot a basketball. Dude, I was talking about this in my stream, bro. If Isaac Okoro just, he's one of those players, if he could just hit a fucking corner shot consistently, hey. which he can already do, but he just needs No, 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 he cannot. He cannot he one, I thought he had some of those corner volume shots. Or like, he well, could knock them, and knock them down in the corner. But anyways, if he could just knock down, catch and shoot, we already know he's going to be able to get in transition and play high-level defense. But if he could just space the floor a little bit, I think that team could be really good, honestly. Yeah, he can he can do defensively 
a lot for this team. Obviously, with their them having a smaller backcourt, six one six one. Even though Donovan Mitchell's wingspan six seven, we haven't seen Donovan Mitchell play basketball or seen uh, defensive basketball in years at this point. Um, Isaac Crowell is a, a super important guy. All of a sudden. You know, he's going to get nothing but open looks every single time he's on the court. He's got to mm-hmm. make the most out of him. Pierre, how you feeling? Uh, I, I like it, man. I, I'm truly, truly happy for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think they did a, a great job swooping in and taking advantage of, um, you know. The- <laughs> I'm sorry. Hoops Den said whack jumper signed D. Mills to a 360 deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact But no yeah I think the Cavaliers Did a good job Swooping in Once once it became evident That the Cavaliers And the Knicks Were having friction uh, Because the Knicks Probably definitely Got comfortable Thinking that we got The best package And they just gonna Rock with us And we just figure it out When we figure it out Cavs came in Out of nowhere And and I I like this trade Better for them Than the Knicks To be honest Because like you said I think there is a potential Where arguably Donovan Mitchell In a couple years Could be your third Best player And And when you have him At that spot then your team is probably contending. They also now have four players that are top ten at each position, um, and I'm not a fan of Min- five soon. And I'm not a f- who would be the fifth. Evan Mobley. Evan- oh wait, you said oh. four. Yeah. Okay, my oh. bad. Um, no, Isaac Corral is going to yeah. be like that next year. <laughs> I'm not a fan of miniature backcourts, but if there was ever a time where I would accept one, it would be with having twin towers behind them, like Evan mm-hmm. Mobley and Jared Allen. So I, I, I really like it. Um, the th- the thing about it is, everybody everybody is gonna want me to speak on the Knicks part. Pete. The Cavs are just it's plain and simple. The Cavs are a better team than the Knicks. They're in a better mm-hmm. position than the Knicks, and this trade is way better for them because they have four guys now around the same age that are still I can still consider young to me. And I think like KB said. This year, this first year is going to be cool. It's going to be new. It's going to be exciting. But what I'm thinking about as far as value for this trade is the year after that and the next year when Evan Mobley is even more like an all-star. He could do it this year. You know, there's mm-hmm. play, the, the great players usually take a, a enormous steps in the second year. But hypothetically, let's just say he gets a little better and his super, super crazy jump don't come to year three or four. Shit, they, it ain't like Donovan Mitchell going to be 33 by the end. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at this team like that. And they could afford to give up the picks and the draft capital they did because they putting them around a bunch of youthful talent versus my team. It would have it wouldn't have been a good move, right? For a move like the Knicks, Davidson would have been looked at to be the savior of the organization. Yes. Where in the Cavaliers, you don't really have to be that. Mm-hmm. Of course, you paid a ton for him, so you want him to be amazing. But like the probability of it working out for the Cavs feels a lot higher than if it was the Knicks. For sure. But we we should talk about the Knicks offering stuff because I'm surprised that the Jazz did look at that offer and, and as like the better offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the one quickly. so when Guardy Manu quickly supposed as a replacement for Grimes in a trade, Utah wanted three unprotected first round draft picks as part of the package. But New York would only do a third first round pick if it included a top five protection. Those packages would have included two second round picks, two pick swaps, two expiring contracts for a third team. New York would have had to move Evan Fournier and a first round pick to a third team to spare Utah um, the money. So we're talking about a bigger deal that probably incorporates your organization Facts. getting a guy like Evan Fournier onto the team, which I'm sure you'd be happy about. But the package ended up being um, quickly, RJ, some first-round picks, expiring deals. And I'm like and, – and I understand why Danny Ainge took the, the trade that he did because he didn't want an actual guy back. Colin Sexton's contract is great. If you want to move him at the trade deadline or next year, because the value of his contract is like really good six man. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it didn't seem like they wanted any real pieces. Instead, they wanted to draft capital. But I would even take two first round picks from the Knicks over three first round picks from the Cavaliers, considering how the good position, the Cavs yeah. could be in three years versus with the Knicks. It's like Jalen Brunson, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Robinson holding them back. I'd rather take Jared Allen and Evan Mobley in the back end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I guess it's really about what do you see R.J. Barrett? under his current contract for the for the Utah Jazz. And I guess they didn't look at it as like it's, something they wanted. It's also the report that Danny Ainge did it out of spite. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm you know, that, that. that makes yeah, that makes sense to me. I, at the end of the day, you want Donovan Mitchell, especially if you're the Knicks and your team was linked to him. But at, with all the information coming out, I'm glad to stay put because it looked like the Knicks – uh, the the Danny Ainge was tra- Danny Ainge is known as a finesser. Let's just make that. that he has clear. never lost a deal, right? So when when the trade you just put down, once that gets declined as a Nick fan, don't do no more. We don't need Donovan Mitchell there because all we doing is putting Donovan Mitchell in a situation he's getting out of. If we being honest, um, that Donovan Mitchell on the Knicks and we give up quickly, RJ, all those, all that draft capital, it's not a good team. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good team. We're, they would have to be betting on Donovan Mitchell being able to recruit somebody else to come into the team. And so, you know, that that's what that's the thing for me. You know, of course it's disappointing that we don't get Donovan Mitchell. I'm not going to lie. You know, we wanted Donovan Mitchell, but when you find out you know, RJ is involved and all of the picks and then they wanted RJ and Quentin Grimes. It's just like, nah, nah, don't. Because then what people do, especially in the media, the media is making it seem like the Knicks missed out. But then if we got finessed and we gave up all of that, then they would say we was dumb for giving up all of that for Donovan Mitchell with no future of a team. So it's like you losing both ways. So I appreciate Leon Rose saying this is as far as I'm going to go. This is the line in the sand. We not crossing that line. Cleveland got them. They're in a better position than us. Man, applaud, and then we we move on. What I don't like about all of this for the Knicks, and I'm not even I I, I, don't, I can't give the blame to the Knicks because I don't know if this is if they came from them or not. But as soon as the trade is over, the Knicks' attention will go to Shea Gilgeous Alexander. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like who is coming up with that shit? If that's from the Knicks, the Knicks need to cut it the fuck out. And if that's no. just the media being the media, like that's my point. The media tries to put the Knicks in certain situations where they can just create several stories from it, and it just yeah. it, it just. I'm, I'm so glad well you always been like this but at least you're realistic with your shit because you so many people came in and they was like man what what p how p is how p doing? yeah i understand i'm it. like that motherfucker ain't losing no sleep <laughs> off this shit that motherfucker is finally going by this day went to go get him a big beef i like i like donovan mitchell but i don't i don't view donovan mitchell like that i don't think he's a guy that comes and saves a franchise you know what i mean I so was, we would say bro they've been talking about this shit for a long time it was like we was like if it's two stars, then I can really see it. Somehow, some way, they get two stars, including one of them is Donovan Mitchell. And I said, okay, maybe it's a good deal because it actually puts you back into that. Maybe top y'all can get top five, top four. Donovan Mitchell was saving that shit by his damn self. And we're giving up. We were talking about those conversations thinking RJ would be in the lineup. But you take RJ out, and now it's just Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson. Man. Man. Yeah, there's not a ton of upside over there. Yeah, yeah, I'll happily stay put. My question for y'all, which I think is a whole different branch of the episode, which, by the way, if y'all don't notice, the top 10 small fool will be next uh, Saturday. This was too big. Yeah, we don't we we don't want to have to rush the list or barely talk about the Donovan Mitchell trade because this does deserve all of these conversations we have to have. 
I, I don't want a definite answer because obviously it's all projection and all we see is a Cavs team on paper. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the Eastern Conference after free agency and, you know, the draft and all of these teams that have gotten better, where do you now place the Cavaliers? And who is a team that potentially falls out of the picture of, man, I don't know if they, they solidify like – the Bulls. He wants to view them. It has to be the Bulls, right? The Bulls. Yeah. It's one hundred percent the Bulls. The, I think it's yeah. After Especially this trade, the, the Lonzo news. After this trade, the last forty eight hours, the Bulls are the biggest loser of the Eastern Conference right now. Yeah, they didn't do anything to get better. I mean, well, backup well, center play. Mm-hmm. They they had an inkling about Lonzo. That's why they signed Gordon Dragic. You know what I'm saying? But. Big loser, Chicago Bulls. Well, the Miami Heat also did not go out and do anything. But the Miami Heat still have better. enough on their roster where I still feel pretty con- – they're a playoff lock still. P.J. Tucker – losing P.J. Tucker is not fucking up their playoff potential. I agree. Um, Atlanta Hawks, way better to see – or got better on paper. Mm-hmm. Cavaliers got better on paper. These are teams that were below the Chicago Bulls, and the Bulls lost their starting point guard at least for the start of the season. I think they're the biggest loser here, easily. Can I ask you a question that was asked to me? We mm-hmm. were in the spaces when this happened. Franz Wagner looks great in Eurobasket, loser Chicago Bulls. Um, on paper, all we going off is on paper and based mm-hmm. off what we know. Cavaliers and Miami Heat. Cavaliers. When oh. he, when we was talking about the Miami Miami Heat and the, yeah, I agree they're still a playoff lock. I would I would take Cavaliers being a better team this season than Miami. Yeah, I would take the Cavs. Are we, are we talking like if they're in the playoff series, or are we talking regular season record type shit? See me and you think because yeah, because that those are two different questions to me. I I went the whole year. Who mm. is the better team? I'm going Cleveland. Because I wouldn't be surprised if 82 games, Cleveland win more games. But when it comes down mm-hmm. to the playoffs, I'm still going to trust the Miami Heat. And nothing against the Cavs. I'm just talking about for this year. Their they future is bright. Super young. You I got I, I trust the Heat, their experience, their 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 uh, culture. I'm and go. I love that uh, they, there's still opportunity to grow. To see, sure, they, you sure. know, They still can make a move uh, till February. But go ahead, my fault. I think that high octane offense of Darius Garland and Mitchell will get them through the regular season. They will have a better team. But I think if they met in a playoff series, I think I would go Heat in like six or seven. Interesting. Uh, especially in a game seven, I don't see a way where they beat Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler. Will you know, win. Donovan Mitchell be going up crazy sometimes yeah. in these playoffs. One of the best <laughs> playoff performers in recent history. If you and take he, away last year's first round series, and yeah, you also said like. You trust the Heat. I was thinking in my head, do you trust Jimmy Butler? Bam still got to he Bam still got to show up in those playoff moments too. I I still rock sure. with Bam. I not, Bam. I I get what you're saying, but for me, like Bam is still a, a quality, and, and oh, nothing yeah. nothing of his his down moments make me feel like. It's it's imperable. It ain't like a Rudy thing where it's like, man, if no. they just do this to Bam, Bam is just in trouble. So it's just like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's so just his, his. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say it's his incapability to do shit because I, I think he's talented as hell. It's just for the, his situation with the Heat, it's, he kind of has he has to be kind of looked at to score. You know, and it's not always the best case because if somebody's not – we're not telling KB to go to the gym and now he got to put up 15 because we know he don't do that. But as the second best player on the team, he's got to put up – you know, he's got to have those moments. I think, I think I agree when it comes to regular season. I wouldn't be surprised if Cavs hit a better record. But based on postseason, I'm, I might take the Miami Heat. But like you mentioned, Donovan Mitchell, when he hit the playoffs, a whole f- different monster. Yeah. But I would take the experience of the Heat over um, the Cavaliers' youth. 
But we've seen times where the Super Youthful team out come to the playoffs and what if the that Cavalier, whole experience thing don't matter. What if the are the next team to get to the, like, that young team to get to the Eastern Conference? Like the Hawks like, did. I, Yo, if you told me that they were in the conference finals this year, I wouldn't be calling you crazy. Mm-hmm. That's how talented of a top four they have. Now, there's still some question marks on the back end of their roster, but I think they could cover a lot of that shit up because they are so great up top. Mm-hmm. So I, Kevin Love, Karis LeVert coming Kevin off the bench, Kevis Ricky Levert, Rubio. You know, I know Ricky Rubio had the injury. But this team is deep Hal Neto is a backup until Ricky Rubio comes there. It's pretty solid. I love Dean the, Wade. I love the uh, Jetty Osman. Lamar Stevens. right now Lamar Euro basket. So uh, the, Cav, the Cavs got some, got some good shit. So it's the <clears throat> the Bucks, mm-hmm. 76ers. Yep. Uh, Celtics. Celtics. Heat. Heat. Tier 1 to me. And then tier two, Cavs is like the top of tier two for this season. Cavs, Raptors, Did Raptors. You say Sixers already? Who would win that series? Cavs versus Raptors in a seven game series. The Raptors are extremely underrated, man. Mm-hmm. To me, to I me. think that that length gonna affect them smaller guards. They still gonna get down because they're fucking you know, amazing. But having dudes that are six five, six six, all in your face all game is kind of hard to get. I feel a, like you the know. size of the Cavaliers would definitely affect the Toronto Raptors. Jared Allen, Evan Mobley on the boards. I think that would cause a real issue there. And they don't the the Raptors still don't haven't adjusted the center position. Oh, the Nets. Y'all are absolutely right. The I Brooklyn Nets. I, the Nets are such I'm, a hard team. I'm to putting put them in, in that KB. I'm putting them in there. Oh, yeah, they are in tier one. We just going off sure. paper. The same thing with the Cavaliers. Sure. We ain't seen the Cavaliers play one game for all they we have know. so many more question marks than the they Cavs. They do, dude. but but they, I on, think their question paper. marks come from the next offseason, not during the season. They gonna hoop. The next offseason where you start talking about the question mark. Yeah, I don't know. I trusted them to hoop in the playoffs. They didn't do that at all. They didn't have this team. They had, yeah, they had one less player. No, they didn't have Joe Harris. They didn't have TJ Warren, Royce O'Neal, Ben Simmons. Oh, true, true. But they have like nine new players there. But though I take those nine new players over having Andre Drummond on the floor and not getting guarded. Well, it was the Chicago Bulls legend, Andre Drummond. And they didn't add nobody that's going to significantly impact. Like, I'm saying like where well, you need to really adjust them into the offense. Those guys all come in and they fit and they go they already know their role. I don't know, man. I I have to I feel like I've put too much trust in the Nets over the last couple seasons. That's why I'm they got they got to show me. That's why I'm That's, that's why, why you right. Third yeah. time's got to be the charm. Third time got to be the <laughs> fucking charm. Um so we talked about it from Cavs perspective how much we all love it. From the Utah Jazz perspective, going into this offseason, we felt like they had to make a big decision. They flipped Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell based into seven, or I'm sorry, 13 first-round picks that are unprotected, um, and some of them lightly protected. They got some swaps. They got um, you know, some pieces that they can also flip down the line. How are y'all feeling about the offseason? Because if you told me you didn't like it, I, I couldn't even call you crazy. I like it. I actually I love it. I hate how much I love the way Danny Ainge do his shit because it's just such a two K way. But I still like like I think it's value in in stacking up on your assets because the NBA love assets. Then you're getting them unprotected with the picks that you already own and from your own shit. Then I think you got some guys who could stock up their value value. With guys like you still have Bojan Bogdanovic who's going to be a hot name to get moved for uh, future Laker. Jordan Clarkson is going to be extremely valuable Former on the market. <laughs> Mike Conley. Uh, Mike Conley, I don't know if there's a market for Mike Conley. He may just stay in Utah, but if if he does, Mike yeah. Conley. I think Malik Beasley is a guy who can play himself into being a tradable asset, come to trade that line for a contending team looking for shooting. You just link, you can just link everybody to the Lakers on this for team. So sure. um, <laughs> the Lakers make a trade, everybody's a future Laker. And they got a $40 million contract with Russell Westbrook. They, they can get a few of those places. Yeah. And I think um, – <laughs> 
I think behind that, you have guys who are going to be able to come into a situation to find their identity. I think that's super important for young players. Colin Sexton, four-year, 72, 18 per, very nice. But more importantly, he gets to come and figure out his identity. Is Colin Sexton a starter in his league? Is he a six-man like I've been saying he is? He, whatever he is, I think the identity can be found here. And it's a good situation for him to get back on the court after his injury. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt is going to get extreme amount of reps. Ochai Abaji. for Utah. Walker Kessler. You know, THT deserves an opportunity to find himself in his Bro, identity. I think somebody who's gonna make a bet with me or some shit about like, can he score ten points? Can he average ten or some shit? This what he averaged last year? I don't know. But it was something it about what, it was, it was 10, something about what the fuck he can average for Utah, and I was like, man, who the fuck gonna be taking all these shots away from Jordan him, Clarkson? Hello, those eight bombs don't work over there. No, nah, he averaged nine point nine last season. I want to average ten. Yes, the dude that just said I always disrespect. Where did I disrespect Mike Conley at? I think I think the reserve reserve Mike Conley is like because of his contract more than anything. It's not that he can't hoop, right? What the hell? Don't be crazy now. Don't be crazy. Um, he's he got until twenty twenty four was twenty four million dollars, um, but I think all of that is not guaranteed. If I'm not mistaken, who's who's looking for Mike Conley right now at twenty four M's? It's hot. It's tough. Lakers. I don't. I don't think so. They got Patrick be Beverly. Patrick Beverly's not. I, I think Patrick Beverly also could slide to the bench easily. He's not a guy that is a. I, I was starter. thinking you can start both of them. I think Mike Conley could slide to the bench for some teams too. For sure, I, I like Mike Conley's your backup PG. You you're good. Good, good situation. Yeah, yeah, very good. No, like that's if, very good. Like do you want to pay that much money Wall, for a backup PG? <laughs> that's the real question. Exactly. Especially when you have a lot of backup PGs not making twenty four mils. You know what I'm saying? We're talking sixteen, seventeen at the most for the for the really good backup PGs. So I don't know. I like teams, I like Mike Conley. Yeah, even the teams that could use him as a starter, I don't think they have the money to invest the twenty four. Yeah. So it's like, what team? You know who could use Mike Conley, but don't have the money? The um, Wizards, the Chicago Bulls. Oh, the Washington Wizards, yeah, but they—they, they, I think they feel good about Monte, Monte Morris. I was going to say the Phoenix Suns. They, the backup to Pete to Chris Paul is they don't, want, but they not they paying have money. They when you pay. have Chris Paul and Devin Booker, you're not paying 24 million yeah. for a backup. Even if that you got the money, never closing out a game yeah. as a six man unless y'all finna run small as hell. Which I don't know. Um, yeah, man. Oh, let me let me address one thing that I kept seeing on Twitter, and it was pissing me off, bro. What the Jazz do? Uh, no, it wasn't what the, it was what the Timberwolves fans were doing. What did they do? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking, bro. First of all, they need to stop. What you talking about those comparing contracts? Yes, those everybody, every fan base wants stop, to be the bro. fucking victim. You got your guy, you know, you got your guy. Like it was comparisons. It was like the team. It, it, it was, was like, it was a picture of Rudy like Gobert right? that said um, fleeced, and then mm-hmm. it showed what they gave up in a picture of Donovan Mitchell and said great trade or some shit like that. Yeah, when in reality. The likelihood of the Donovan Mitchell thing not working, I'm putting that in quotation marks because that can mean a lot of different things, is a lot less high than with Rudy Gobert. The likelihood of it not working where Rudy Gobert is your starting center is higher, objectively. Yeah. We, this motherfucker's in Eurobasket being guarded by Dennis Schroeder or can't score. <laughs> Legit. I yeah. swear to God, I've been watching Eurobasket. I typed in Rudy Gobert's name on Twitter after they they lost their last game to Germany, which they shouldn't have. Germany's got a solid roster, but they shouldn't have lost to Germany. I went to true to they had true to be electrifying out there. I typed in Rudy Gobert's name, and a lot of the tweets were in, in French because they're watching. Y'all can sign Schroeder. Mm. Not to tr- cut your train of thought, just mm. continue your thought before you um, lose it. He hey, he, he was defense. getting flamed by his own countrymen. 
Legit, I swear to God, it was a take that I saw multiple different times when I typed in Rudy Gobert's name, where they were saying, put Vincent Portier on the court. Vincent over- Yachito. That motherfucker can't get a job in the NBA. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. And this is, this is coming from Rudy Gobert fan fan. Yeah, the likelihood, the likelihood of it working for the Timberwolves is still high. Don't get me wrong; I yeah. still like that trade for y'all, but it's higher for the Cavaliers to work with Donovan Mitchell. That's it. The, and, and the fact that y'all even care—if you're happy with your guy—who gives a fuck about what somebody ESPN says about the trade? You're excited to have Rudy on your roster. Who cares? That shit just pisses all them fucking comparison things. Just piss me off in general, bro. And the one, especially the ones about basketball now too, because. That it, everybody just wants to be either victim or get some likes on Twitter for some shit, bro. Yeah, NBA Twitter is actually pretty annoying at this point. Yeah, I don't really be in it as much as it's I used just. To. It's just exhausting. It's just. I don't I'll leave know. a like on the stream. By the way, uh, twenty seven hundred people in here, less than a thousand likes, unacceptable. Go ahead, leave a like on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Leave a like. Um, but yeah, man, it's just like I think that Danny Ainge did some good stuff this off season. But I'm, I'm ready. I'm over the last four years. Think about the biggest trades we've had over the last couple of years. Um, we got the Donovan Mitchell trade. We got the Rudy Gobert trade. We got the first James Harden trade. Um, a majority of these trades, the Paul George trade, I guess, wasn't that long ago either. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis trade is different, and I want to I'm going to put it in its own bracket. Majority of these trades are surrounded on hella draft capital, and it's unfortunate that we gonna have to wait like five years until we say Danny Ainge did a great job on that trade. Because you see, like having an idea of three first round picks and two swaps sounds great on paper, but you still have to make those picks turn into reality NBA mm-hmm. players, right? With the with the Lakers Anthony Davis trade, that one was in a league of his own because we got picks, we got a, a all star and um, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram, we that, got all defensive true. potential player and Lonzo Ball who we left. How many we teams? Tried, are, Kuzma wasn't part of that trade, by the way. I feel like that Laker team was just <laughs> such in a weird era by themselves because yep. they had LeBron James, but they were also in the conversations of like which young team is the best core. Mm-hmm. They were a top three team with Brandon Ingram, so that it's not many teams that have that damn near. Contending type person and also a young core to give up, and you knew yeah. exactly what you were getting when you were pairing LeBron and Anthony Davis. You literally mm-hmm. were getting a, one of the best teams in the conference, and you were probably going to win a championship, and they did. So Cleveland gave up number seven. Lowry's not looked at as a seventh overall pick anymore. This <laughs> <laughs> is third team the, in three years. I love know? the context of that. <laughs> it makes Lowry marketing sound real. He is a good basketball. He's player. a good basketball yeah. player. But when you put a number top seven pick, Lowry yeah, let's, let's relax. <laughs> Let's relax. So, like, a lot of these trades are dealing around draft capital, and we haven't seen a team just yet cash in on that draft capital, whether that means, like, we we have our guys that we drafted that we like, and now we got seven other picks that we can throw in to get other pieces around. And we haven't seen it just yet. It's just him and Sam Presley do a very good job of just, just like, getting all their draft picks. Now, it's just unfortunate that both organizations, like you said, we got to wait. But I do I, – me personally, I appreciate getting concrete guys. I would have rather had R.J. Barrett. At least I know I have a cornerstone, uh, a potential cornerstone guy in R.J. Barrett. We could see what he turns into, and we could try to put a nice, fun, young team around him. That's why and I like the Knicks offer, because there was a, ch- a chance to get both. Yeah. You got your draft capital, and you got a guy that, I mean, again, I think a lot of people are wishy-washy on R.J. Barrett, which makes sense. I mean, there, there are some things to really love about him. There are some things that you can. very polarizing opinions on R.J. Barrett. It's right. crazy. Um, but personally, I agree with you, Derek. If yeah. I was in the front office, I would want that type of player as well. But, I mean, I, I guess they're looking at Utah as a market and saying, hey, the only way we're going to become contenders is if we draft extremely well. And it's hard to not miss draft picks. Yeah. It's hard. 
but it, the Thunder are in a such a good, uh, such a better position for the future because, like Derek said, they got a concrete guy like Shea. Mm-hmm. If you take Shea out of the Thunder's equation, I don't think their future is as bright. Mm-hmm. But now that you add Shea, Chet, but Trey, you, man, Giddy, yep. can you convince Shea that like? When you 28, we going to finally be in the playoff contention. You know what? Oh, I mean, it's worth a chance. Yeah. If you don't, then hey, you you understand it. But all you're going to do is trade his ass for some more would, shit. Would, yeah, would you be surprised <laughs> if Shea in the next two years gets traded for more draft capital? Uh, in the next two years. I would be surprised. Yes, I, I would be like surprised. I feel like the only way that happens is if he's... If he, if he directly says, I'm mm-hmm. done with this shit. Because the only way I think he does that is if they keep sending him and not allowing him to thrive as a star that we think he could thrive and he can grow into. Damn, that... And I want to say no just because of the fact that in two years, I'm hoping Josh Giddy has elevated and Chet, Chet is going to play. him because he yeah. he's about to miss his, his year, but hopefully he comes back and he's at a new, uh, a higher level. So they're actually looking like they can make a be a playing spot or a playing. I'm saying, yeah, I would be surprised because the Thunder have put themselves in a position now where draft capital isn't as, as luxurious to them because every position is loaded with guys who need mm-hmm. to play to develop. So now it, it hurts the value of, of your, your picks because it's like th- just this year alone, you brought in three guys who I like. You got Chet, mm-hmm. you got uh, Williams, the Santa Clara one. Right, you have Usman Jiang, and you even have the the Arkansas Jalen Williams. But it's like you still have Basley, mm-hmm. you still have Trey Mann, you still have Poku, you still have Giddy and Shea, you still have uh, Maladon. You like you have people everywhere. They, I think they they're also just in a kind of a good spot. And fucking Lord knows how many more picks they still got, but they always in a position whenever oh, they're <laughs> whenever they're ready. I feel like they could find a trade and they could flip all them fucking picks. And now they say, I don't think we so. bring it in the star. We have our, oh, our you mean the guy. draft, that draft capital, draft capital. And they probably have maybe one or two young guys that can't fit that are decent, but they can't really crack rotation because they already have them too much. Oh, uh, Lou Dort. I forgot Lou Dort. Oh yeah. Lou Dort got that money. You mean the, the actual picks? Yeah. They're actual yeah. picks. Cause, Cause it's like, like you said, five, six picks. That shit is getting you a star. <laughs> it's the way five six picks sounds fucking insane now, but like so they get they get tossed around. Five or six. Oh, you saying the package include to package include? I thought you were saying you, they were gonna hit because if Shay if Shay's at an all star level, you're happy with with how Josh Giddy's playing, and like I said, Chet is back, and somehow some some star disgruntled. Some there's one every year, and they're looking at packages, and the man's like. We can't pass up on seven damn picks now. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. But you, you make it my, my case. That's why I would be surprised if Shea was moved. I would be surprised if he's moved because they in a position to where they have to start reaping the benefits of doing this long out uh, rebuild. But they could potentially be, I agree with you, they could be in the same position as the Cavs if these guys start to progress. And it's like, oh, you got Giddy, Shea, Chet, and now you trade for another need, guy. Yeah, they just need one of their other than Shea guys to pop. Pop, yeah. yep. And then now you feel confident, like, hey, shit. Like, exactly what happened with the Cavs. Darius Garland popped. He was an all-star. Um, Do you think they're done sitting, Shea? No. Think Not, I, I, I think if Chet was healthy, they would have been yeah, done I, sitting. I agree. I think they would have. But, but I, don't, I, not, I, I don't know if they're going to be sitting. You know, Shea be, Shea do Shea be getting do injured. Be injured. Yeah, he do be injured. So. <laughs> but they just elongate the process. Sure. That's what it is. Rightfully so, too. If it's like you going to make your knee worse or you can sit out an extra seven games, I'm going to have you set out an extra seven games, too. You know, No need to put wear and tear on something that's hurting for us to win our 21st game. Yeah. Nah, take a seat. 
Take a seat, pal. Bro, that shit, that shit is hard to do. Gar, I can't remember, bro. The dude who got the name starting with a G, talking about why teams don't just rebuild with like mixture of young guys and vets. That shit is hard to do. Yeah, it's very hard to do. So how many teams yeah. that really the got that? Vets want to compete. They're not going to want to just sit there and just let the young guys thrive. What vets do the Cavs have that they referring to? The Cavs. Um, he said a Rubio, mixture of young. I don't Rubio, look. Yeah. Kevin Love. What rebuild? What rebuilding team can't get a rookie Rubio? It ain't like that's a rotational piece for them. Veteran. They're a young veteran team. Veteran isn't that hard. I'm talking about like being into that mode where like you're actually competing and also having like you have stars. Well, they just jumped in that with Donovan Mitchell. They ain't been competing before that. They had a breakout year last year, but they ain't been I competing. I mean, the Warriors are doing that currently. And that's very rare, right? It's super yeah, rare. Man, they got the three Hall of Famers on their roster right now. Thunder got Derek Favors. Yeah, like y'all <laughs> name y'all y'all naming veterans, but I'm talking about ro- veteran rotational players like that are actually the reason why they do anything. The dude made it seem like they had like two of their best players was veterans, while the other two best players was, was their star lineup is going to be 25 or 26 and younger. They're a young team. Yeah, yeah like their core is young. You just got to go full rebuild. Go with all young guys. Do not try to do the, what the Warriors do. Only the Warriors can execute that. Not everybody can do that. And that's because of a big salary jump and an amazing trade here. Hey, read a book is right. Shit, the Rockets had you for it and young. That shit ain't matter. But for that, Eric Gordon through the whole rebuild. (laughs) 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 Motherfucker said DJ Augustine out there eventually. Hey, Eric Gordon. Still on the roster. Still on the roster, man. Right, one of the most valuable trade assets out there. I'm sorry. I don't know how true that is anymore. You know who would love him? Oh yeah, I do. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Our teams would love him. No, nah, his ass is definitely. <laughs> I feel like teams would definitely want him as a shooter, though. Yeah, he can hoop. As a veteran shooter, the Miami Heat would love to have him too. Hell yeah! It's that money. The money changed yeah, a lot of stuff money. for a lot of players. He would have been moved to the deadline if he didn't make so much damn money. Who? Eric, Eric Gordon. Gordon. Oh hell yeah! It's hard. It's hard to convince myself to pay twenty million dollars to uh, to uh, Eric Gordon. motherfucker that's going to be shooting that bitch. He does it though. You know, he does it. Uh, little Lakers talk. A lot of rumors, obviously. But as of right now, this is from the Lakers camp. They're comfortable heading into training camp with Russell Westbrook. Mike, you got a taper? A little taper. When I got a haircut. Yeah, dude said Mike taper five. I'm like, I miss my Damn, how can you even see that? Little ass ass taper. That's kind of old now, right? You got it like a week ago. I got it a few days ago. Oh, he bogus. Um, (laughs) The Lakers are comfortable with Russell Westbrook. Are you buying that at all? No, I'm not buying that shit, bro. It some trade is gonna go. I don't know if it's today, tomorrow, mid season. A trade is gonna go down with the yes, man. I'm disappointed. Why? I wanted to see him, uh, him and Patrick Beverly be teammates, <laughs> <laughs> bro. They, I seen some shit. What? Him and Rondo has some beef, but Who? they. Uh, Russell Westbrook, not like Patrick Beverly's. He ain't Patrick hurt Beverly hurt that man hurt that in the midst of a championship run, <laughs> and then just do nothing but talking. They do nothing but talking back and forth. He been fooling y'all, yeah, all of that I remember, stuff. I, once that trade had went down, I seen all the memes where it's just like clips of motherfuckers choking out somebody, and it's just like how they finna be on the bench. Yeah, when they got Pat Bev, it's just kind of like that's kind of like the sign that. Cause it's no way that Patrick Beverly's not on the court being himself and barking and trying to keep pe- hold people accountable, and Russell Westbrook don't be like, "Fuck this nigga talking to me for." <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have they have to get it. Done. There's gonna it's gonna be some shit that goes down if they're on the court together. But oh, he said your tape part. 
My my tape hard. Yeah, oh. my fault. Oh, not a taper, tape hard. Oh, that's crazy. But um, hard. I mean, I guess so. Hopefully, ain't yeah, nothing else is. Um, you you brought it up earlier, P. Um, but I just got a list of news. Lonzo Ball, a uh, report from ESPN. But you know what? I, you know, I'm in the I'm in the NBA uh, Bulls world. Somebody said that was cap. I hope that so. I trust. I hope so. Somebody said it was cap. The the Lonzo Ball report. I hope so. So we said we'll see. Um. But God, if it's not Cap, I'm so sad. I mean, Alex Caruso and I'll be the starting point guard for the Bulls. Does that make you excited? He don't know because he's not a Bulls fan. I mean, he don't know what that. When you read the report, what was your first reaction? Damn, um, that's that was my reaction. <laughs> that was my reaction because the motherfucker. <laughs> what was the report? I, Alex Caruso might not be at the beginning of the season. Due Say to it again. Knee injury. Not Alex Caruso. Oh my God, Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Yeah, that shit, it just hurt because, bro, I don't know who was fucking supporting Lonzo Ball more than me and Pierre. Just wanted to see him do good. That's all we want. Yeah. We don't want him to be an all-star. He was mad as hell. He's in fucking New Orleans. That's a 3D yeah. win. He, he got to Chicago, and he was playing amazing and, and shooting his shot, playing lockdown defense, but now it's just always kind of. We not. From an injury healthy. that they said was going to take like three weeks to heal. It happened yeah, in January. He won't be ready for October. That's some scary shit. We not asking for him to be no all stuff. We don't want him to be the face of the Whitey franchise. We don't want. We just want to see the boy be out there hooping. And that's tough as because I mentally he you know he's trying to get back. You know he wants to get back on the court. I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm just joking. <laughs> he was know. healthy. Lonzo Ball looked really good. Like he was very fun to watch. He was one of the best three point shooters. The Bulls are one of the really best defenses. Yeah, I mean a lot of he's that always been was on him. Not yeah. three point shoot, but he's always been exciting yeah. to watch for me. Uh, Very smart decision maker too. Like, yeah, I just hope he keeps continue to get over. Like, I hope he just gets back in the court, honestly. And like nice. this is so far down the road too. But I think about it, like when you you're consistently hurt like that, and for like how he plays, he was a dude that we kept saying he needs to be able to attack the basket, be able to. I don't if, if yeah, I'm getting hurt the all the time. Thing out? Oh shit, my fuck this. My fuck to cut off the stream. Chad, we'll be right back. Hold up, my big footer. I didn't peep. You can keep talking what you were saying, Mike, as I do some technical difficulty stuff. Yeah, but I was saying just like when you get hurt, if you have ankle problems, knee injury, or knee problems, stuff like that, you don't want to attack the basket and you don't want all that contact. And I I just feel like that affects your game so much. And for somebody who's improving like he was, it's tough to keep getting hurt. It is. It is. We sorry, uh, y'all. I think that's my fault. Yeah, yeah, okay. Y'all know I wear a size 15. 14. 16. I said 15, uh, but I went 14. Yo, 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 shoe size bigger than Paul George. That's okay. What that mean? That is some very weird stuff to say, right? How you now. know what size shoe he wears? Yeah, that's because it's just notorious that he wears a, a size 12 from somebody who's 6'9. Yeah. For real? Yeah, we wear the, the same, same shoe size. Isaiah Thomas. Wow. Isaiah Thomas. Oh, bro, what? no, no, no. But Donovan Mitchell <laughs> wear like a size 18. Yeah, his feet big as hell. <laughs> big wobbly foot ass boy. I couldn't imagine wearing a size 18. You like two. You like. No, we you size away. 14. Oh, yeah. I'm I, was say, you said, I was just thinking size 16. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, you got to. Bro, it's got to be hard as hell to find shoes. Is it something with that and that? No. Every time this gets unplugged, you have to restart the program. But if we restart the program, we lose the stream. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! Oh shit! I'm, I'm gonna try to troubleshoot this real quick by doing a good old classic. Unplug it and plug it back in. I apologize, y'all. I just try to put my shoe on. We can big do sock, that, yeah. Big shoes equals oh. big socks. 
We got to do the rest of the podcast like this. <laughs> yeah, man, because uh, when Lonzo Ball went down, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let me see if I can. Because if that's working, then this should work if I switch to back to this. Come on. If this don't work, then damn. All right, y'all keep talking. Let me let me look at the camera. Let me see if some stuff going on. Herlins. Oh, no, no. Let me say this first. Herlins okay. or Tyrese, if y'all are in the chat, can you please send me that clip? Uh, when uh, <laughs> you, I guess, Herlins, if you when you fucking rage, ta-da! After that damn touchdown, bro. We, yeah, we tricked clip. y'all. We tricked y'all. That was a trick. We trying did. to see if y'all was gonna stay in the stream if something happened. They saying Anwar, come on, Anwar is gone, y'all. <laughs> he ain't here. I don't want y'all to be giving Anwar no uh no blame. He don't deserve. Hey, shout out to y'all. Twenty seven hundred people stick stay through that. <laughs> Four minute black period We lit Hey if y'all stay through that Make sure y'all hit a like On the episode, The live The stream Hit a, hit a, hit a like Give us some Positive reinforcement For almost killing the stream Uh, Yeah I'm gonna stop Taking my shoes off But Did any of y'all watch Kyrie He was on the shop mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to watch But I saw like a few clips. I saw a clip But I didn't okay. watch it In the entirety No Okay Was it funny it, the clip I saw was funny. What he was okay. saying? He was saying that when he was growing up, he was left-handed. Yep, that's the one I saw. That's the clip you saw. Yeah. Um. So like, he's ambidextrous. So he said, "Yeah, I went to Catholic school, and they um made him they use they his made right. Him use his right. They hand. made him use right hand. Anytime he did anything was left, they hit him. And um, and he said, "Yes, to answer your question, I am ambidextrous. Both of my both sides of my mind are open, or some shit like that." Uh. I was like, "That Kyrie ass <laughs> quote." <laughs> uh, but I didn't. I didn't watch it. That's completely. a cool ass story to hear, though. Is like, it getting hit as a kid for using the no, wrong hand? That's not very cool to me. Yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with the left? It's the devil's yeah, hand. Yeah, that's like, it's bad. Fuck out of here. <laughs> but no, nah, because I, I remember I used to love to hear the story of like, um, first of all, he always says that, what's his, like his 10,000 hour story he likes mm-hmm. to talk about? And then he talks about like how you Have you, you put in 10,000 hours on anything? Mm, Get your fucking grind up The fact I that you think it's some, it's some shit in life I put over 10,000 But no The I fact that you can't even Think about it you. Tells me it's a no Thank he you He probably did it for basketball Thank you No he no the fuck he did 10,000 hours Are you serious You Derek? know how good You would have to be How long is 10,000 hours A lot It's too long for you To be speaking on Saying a nigga did When he when he played like Mike Wait, Shit that motherfucker Bust his ass though 10,000 hours Divided by 24 That's 400 days worth <laughs> Of straight basketball He has not put in That much time Okay. Only motherfucker that put in that much time is me. Nah, but I used to love the story of like <laughs> he used to be that motherfucker that put the, uh, was on the ball crazy. in the bag and shit. And he just like started that. playing Madden a year ago. Yeah, facts. A year ago. Oh, okay, two years ago. Three years ago. <laughs> I started on twenty. Thank you. For real? Oh yeah, that's when I had to tell you who fucking so Mike Evans was. Madden then. But oh. that first one don't count. You weren't really good. That was my best Madden. That's terrible. You didn't know Mike Evans, so how was that your best Madden? Me and you played, and I bust your ass, and I'm not that good. How much money you gonna play? Now, for if I play you, you would bust my ass. <laughs> so you wasn't. How's that That's your best? That's my favorite what? thing to say to a motherfucker. Now. What? How much money you gonna play for? I used to ask you that. You used to be like, I ain't gotta pay for money. You pay for pride and respect. How much money? How much money you wanna play for? Five thousand dollars. What's up? Hook up two K right now. Nah, 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 2K Oh, man Oh, okay 100,000 hours at Portillo's? Hell yeah, he did The way them 40-hour weeks you was doing I don't know so. I think so Shit, Did you have an 80-hour week? No I'm just, It was like 60 He it did like 50 The most I've ever capped that was like Bro. 51 <laughs> No, no, no I was, I was watching the I'm surprised Dick let you do all that work Bro, True. this shit Thank God 
We don't even gotta live in them type of days, bro. Because I, I think I asked you. I was like, "What was you on last night?" Or else you was maybe late to the pod. Who me? No, I think this is low key from the video where we had pranked him saying because he, he was late. He's like, "What was you on last night?" He's like, "I had work." He's like, "What time you get off?" He said, "Nah." He's like, "What time you start?" He's like, 11. I'm like, "Damn, bro, just clocked the ten hour shift on the head." Oh, uh, me and Tyler used to work together eleven and midnight, eleven twelve. Can y'all name the 10 most heliocentric players of this Luca. year? I want to oh. give my credit out. His Luca. Name is, his name is Quantum's Luca. on Reddit. Quantum's <laughs> on Reddit. He put it together. Um, Luca is number four. Trey Young. Trey Young is number one. Ding, 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 ding. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is not on the list. Oh, he's number nine. Sorry. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is not on Come every on, fucking you? list, Derek. He plays seven games this season. Oh, this is based off last season. What else My could bad. it be based off? I thought he was saying just going into next season, mm. he's probably going to be the, um, Jason Tatum. No, you just wanted to say no. Damian Lillard. Jason Tatum's number three. Um, Anthony Edwards? Nope. Number two is the obvious one. John Morant? Nope. Number two is obvious. Well, maybe y'all don't see him as heliocentric, but if Jokic. he was. Jokic is on the list. Steph. Not Steph. Okay. LeBron Joel James. Embiid. Joel Embiid is on the list. There you go, Kush. Hey, you make. Y'all still only got number two. You make a guess like that again, I kiss you on your neck. Devin Booker. Devin Booker is number eight. Okay, deep. So y'all missing number two and number two. Giannis. 10. Jimmy Butler. Giannis. Did you say Giannis? Yes. Okay, he was on there. No, not Jimmy Butler. So y'all missing number two and number ten. Is it only two y'all have a say? Darius Garland. Nope. I'm saying we don't view him. Chris Paul. Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan. Ah. Second. <laughs> The Who Bulls as an organization, number one in heliocentric offense last Made season. Made perfect sense. And the last one, number 10. It must be Zach Levine. Mm-mm. You smiling. I'm smiling because it's, y'all, it makes sense, but he's ass. Or at least he was ass. Really? Yeah. This past season he was ass? Comparing him only Bradley to Bradley Beal? Only Julius Randle. Julius Randle. I was to say Julius Randle. <laughs> Julius Randle. <laughs> Julius Randle. Um, the least heliocentric offense in all the basketball this season. Uh, is this teams? Yeah, Warriors. No, no. Think about just like to have heliocentric offense. You have somebody. You have to have somebody that can cook. <laughs> These bottom teams don't got people that can cook. The Thunder. The Thunder are twenty eighth. This no. These la- this this one team has a star player, Kings. superstar player, but he was injured. Uh, no, not the Kings. Kings Pacers. were kind of high on this list. Like Pacers were dead last. Pacers were dead last. Can I get some fucking help? Shit. It's the Rockets. Give me, nope. I'm just talking shit, Give bro. me the second to last. They have a superstar player that was injured. Who had a superstar player? The Pelicans. Nope. Oh. The ter- Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Oh. The one time you can guess your team, you just <laughs> um, yeah, The so Magic. The, the Magic. Um, Shout out to chat. <laughs> we're in the, like, towards the bottom of the pack. Um, the Bulls, number one. The Boston Celtics, then the Knicks, then Philly, then Charlotte, then Atlanta. Um, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, Brooklyn Nets, Nets, almost at the bottom. They got free flowing offense. They got less heliocentric basketball than the Warriors. They used to move that ball, man. They did. Hey, that's when they were at their Brooklyn Nets. That's all they used to say at the beginning of them games, bro. When they had like that small part where Kyrie James Harden and Kevin Durant playing, they would be like. When they moving the ball, it's hard to stop them three already. <laughs> but now you got to stop Joe. Harris. Yeah, his husband is wild. Then. Pierre, place your lips onto Derek's lips. Oh, yeah, it's wild. Now, Keith. Keith. Pierre's husband. <laughs> um, Gallinari tore his ACL. Prayers are for Gallinari, mm-hmm. man. I, I like the fact that he was uh, 
that he was that he was on the Celtics. That was a nice pick. I I included him in the offseason, so for him to go down was was major. Yeah, yeah. it's a big loss. Um, same knee he the, had. The picture, made, I knew yeah. something. But the first one, it was like, oh, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah, have further testing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I don't, do, I don't do pictures, bro. man. I don't do that. Oh, you didn't see it? I know. I I just rather not because I feel like I said I feel the pain and it just makes me cringe. It's just not worth it. Sometimes I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. KD and Lena Rhodes, child. Let me go on Twitter. No, it's not nothing on Twitter. She had a baby, uh-huh. an NBA player, and people are speculating that it was either KD or Blake Griffin. How do they know it's yeah, about NBA that's player? Like she said it. Oh, oh, that makes that clears it up a little bit. No, she said it was by an NBA player, and then somebody else they on lucky. the podcast. But we don't do that I'm gossip shit on this podcast. Gossip, gossip. No, you right. Oh, ain't it's a lot of gossip girls out there. You know, as long as they in their child's life, that, you know what I'm saying. Even if they yeah. not, that's not for us to you talk about. You saw Mills and Wingstop throwing them burgers. Uh, that's a damn lie. I you know who the father of her baby. You saw the picture of the baby. <laughs> I know. Oh hell no! <laughs> oh. oh hell, that motherfucker got the same smile and that boy Gene Strong. Got the same. Same hell. That boy Gene Strong. Bro, that's how they be on Mori. They be like, "That is not my no, baby." Yeah. That motherfucker be looking <laughs> exactly Definitely like. Definitely not on gossip shit, but I was just curious to why somebody would say by NBA player. Like, mm-hmm. who just who just goes on Twitter and like, "Hey, I had a baby, and it's by NBA player." She's making TikToks about it and shit like that. Oh okay. You know. <laughs> got her hands. Yeah. Hell no, man. Um, TTU late, bro. Y'all been watching any um, Eurobasket? S- different clips here and there. I've been seeing my boy Franz. I saw uh, Schroeder. I saw Rudy. Mm-hmm. I see the highlights. Who dunked on Rudy? Nurkic. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. He I dunked think, against Nur- yeah. his team. Right, right. Nur- I've been seeing Nurkic. Nurkic right, right. Was just play- then when you walked in this morning, I was watching Nurkic and him play. Okay. Um, Who was they playing? I forget exactly. They. I don't think the team they played had any NBA players. Uh-huh. Maybe it was Hungary, something like that. Okay. Um, Franz Wagner had a really good game this morning. Mm-hmm. Blocking shots, hitting shots to close out the game. Giannis was having a bad shooting performance. We got to that fourth quarter. This motherfucker showed why he the best. When he player closed on out the game, right? Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, he showed why he was the best player on the planet. Luca, Luca, Luca been on some chill shit like yeah. sixteen, nine, and eight. Bro, I, seen, bro, I seen that picture of him flexing, where yeah. he looks swole. Yeah, they uh, they were talking. I was listening to the broadcast of that. And they were saying that, like, yeah, Slovenia is one of the fa- one of the favorites to win. And then the other person that was in the booth room was like, "Thanks to Luca." I'm like, "Damn!" I'm like, "Forget you know the other players." It's like Luca is that guy. Yeah, like, I saw Jokic too. The shot over Giannis was crazy. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Jokic. Yeah, Jokic. Listen, I know you like Denny, but he's not the best player in Eurobasket. I'm sorry. Yesterday he was hooping his ass off though. But best player, I, I, I you, you cannot say that. But yeah, like thirty something. I saw him. His, then he got. Then his, he got a little bit of swag lost to, to his a game. college team too. Also, oh, they did. Uh, yeah, they like beat Finland a, a while ago. It was like at the beginning of it. Then like he got a little bit of swag to him. He do. I like Danny because you know I got the Wizards rebuild, so I fuck oh, with yeah. him. I fuck with him. There was there's a point of like they were coming out of a timeout, and you know how the camera be on the players as they walking back. He was doing like this. Israel. Israel. Where you watching? Yeah. ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. It's not worth the money until you get to this part where like <laughs> Eurobasket is going on. I'm uh You want to watch uh, women's field hockey cuz that's on ESPN Plus. I'm pretty sure I have it with the Hulu package I have. I just never used it. There you go. Oh, we You can we use did it get for our, uh, college remember we did the with, thing uh, in Atlanta. True. We got our we got our shit for Hulu. Who was we? We got that. Oh, y'all did? 
I ain't get shit. Send me my stuff, nigga. You know how many times we won that shit? <laughs> I didn't get. I didn't get oh, nothing for that. Shit. They sent me mine. You got yours? No. Uh, he lying. Wait, when did you get it? Like recently, or like? Um, we did this shoot like last year. At this yeah. point, last summer. I didn't get. I didn't get no goddamn free membership. Because hey, I would take it. You know the niggas that won, which like it would make sense that we got it. We literally won. I the think there was thing. like a contest. Specifically, for yeah, that. and we, we won, won the whole thing. No, I'm saying for the we people. won the thing. I know we, we played know three what matches, the Derek. We okay. we played matches after we played y'all. Yo, you know we was there, right? Yeah. Could you explain <laughs> it to me? Like, he said, nah, just He's like, it's in the video. There was a time where they said this is just for Hulu package. You want that? Yes, <laughs> nigga, we won that. <laughs> Would y'all rather have the Hulu? Or the, or the bands for winning the entire thing. You know what I'm saying? The bands. You know, the whole thing add up eventually to it. Oh, it's going to take you a few years to get to what we eventually. got. It might take you a decade. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's, uh, I'm super excited for this upcoming season, though. The, the Eastern Conference is about to be a bloodbath. Loaded. There's, there's teams out there that won't make it to the second round. There's a lot of great teams. Between the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. Cavaliers, mm-hmm. Sixers. Sixers, Heat, Heat, Brooklyn. I said Brooklyn, Boston. That's five teams right there. One of them is not getting out of the first round. Yep. And so, and, and social media gonna overreact. Yep. It's gonna be great because I'm gonna be a part of it. <laughs> you are gonna be a part of overreacting. It depends on who it is. Like if the Cavs don't make it out of the first round, I'm not overreacting because I know what their future look like. Who are the sleepers that could sneak into the second round? Who can make an upset? Toronto. 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 Chicago, Toronto. I if if the Bulls make it to a second round, I would be extremely surprised. Oh, the Hawks! We keep forgetting. Oh, the Hawks! Hawks. That's yeah. that's six teams. Two of those six teams won't make it out of the first round, bro. Toronto. At least at least two of those six teams won't make mm-hmm. it out. Toronto. So I mean, this is the best Eastern Conference we've had of our lifetime. Lena Paul, or Bella Danger, LeBron not there. Bella Danger. LeBron ran from it. He mm. saw what was happening out east. No, no, no. He went to he went over there because all oh, the he went out west saying, and what happened to him immediately. He won a he won a championship. He won a championship after. immediately. The year after he, he won a championship after the playoffs. The first year he was out west, <laughs> and, then he, and then he won a championship after that. P U W T F. What? What did I do? The, you kicked the camera out again. Oh, oh damn! Oh my god, <laughs> bro! <laughs> what the fuck? Nah, because it was the latest. I'm not gonna take it. All I'm seeing is PWTF. PW. I'm like, what I do? What I do? What I do? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. No. Nah. I thought that was going to be the easy trouble shoot every time. Big shooter. Yeah, that oh, shit man. too close to my foot, y'all. He's so used to not having it with oh, armor. It's on. It's on. We back. We back. We What's back. up, dog? We back. Um, What's up, dog? What's up, dog? A high school ass shit. I think we back, chat. Let us know. I apologize. I'm sending kisses to everybody in the chat. Hey. Hey. It's hot as hell. It is. It's always hot in here. That's why, like, I can't even wear hoodies. Is it me or is it hot in here? (laughs) Which backcourt are y'all taking? This is for Isaac, by the way. Because you know Isaac going on his TikTok content about Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland or DeJounte Murray and Trey Young? DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. I'm gonna go Darius Garland. I'm gonna go Mitchell. Darius Garland, and you know what? I'm taking Dejounte and Trey Young. I'm taking Dejounte and Trey Young. We go split it two two. I'm taking Dono and Darius. 
Um, Devin Booker and Chris Paul or Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland? Devin Booker and Devin Chris, Paul. Booker, Chris Devin Paul. Paul. I think results helped that a lot. Yeah. Been to the finals, and yeah, I'm taking that. John Desmond Bain or Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland? I would take Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. Donovan Mitchell and Darius yeah, Garland. Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. And this is the last one. Then uh, there's a reason this is on the list, I guess. Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland or Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons? Oh, yeah, that's it. Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. Holy cow. Yeah, give me Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. Did you see his eyes roll to the back of his head as he was thinking about it? Yes, I did. Why is that a problem to pick something oh. against the Trailblazers? But he's saying, he saying you rolled your eyes. I didn't roll my eyes. I had to think. So he lying? Really, I had to really ponder. So he eyes. lying? Mm-hmm. His eyes pondering. did okay. roll up. Is he lying, though? He said you rolled your eyes. You said I didn't roll my eyes. eyes is like, oh. So you're cool. lying. Then. <laughs> that shit sound like they forgot, they forgot the fucking pickles on his shit. <laughs> Still like, no like, pickles. I had to really. So, he, so is he but lying? you had to consider. Oh. You had to consider this, but you Bro, didn't really Derek, consider. Listen to me, Derek. Listen to me. What? He said you're rolling your eyes. You said you did. So is he lying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. He lied. Why are you lying on him? I can't wait for the Chat. ten minute live we, video we got, to come out. We got twenty seven hundred people in here. They they'll see what I saw. They'll see what I saw. That nigga. But why why he, is that a, a like? I got to think about it. But you didn't really think about any of the other ones. The other ones you rattled off because Damian Lillard when he's healthy is a, the second best shooting guard in the league behind Steph Curry, arguably the who? third. What position? <laughs> who? Point guard. Oh my god. I don't know why I said shooting guard. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so if Damian when when healthy Damian Lillard is up here, right? Yeah. Where would you put Donovan Mitchell? He's not on the same tier. Okay, I'm he's just saying where you put him. Re- I don't think he you to where put would him you put him though? So if he up here, <laughs> so prime are you prime Dame is top <laughs> ten. Is about- yes. Because I remember what I, I forget what it was. I, mean, I think it was the John Collins Trey Young thing, and he was talking about John Collins Trey Young, and it was Anthony Simons and Dame Lillard. He was saying Dame he over he over helps that gap. I'm trying to see how big is that gap between mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell and Damian Lillard. That had yeah, and I don't there. think the Damian Lillard Trey Young gap at the time. Because Darius Garland is he that's he's right now he's clear as Anthony Simons. For yes. Sure. And it's a backcourt question, so you have to. I'm considering both. For me, as much as I like Damian Lillard, I don't think Anthony Simons is at the Garland or Donovan Mitchell tier yet. So it just elevates them to me. You think you would have still thought about that question if you weren't a Trailblazer fan? Yeah. (laughs) Us three and two thousand seven hundred people just looking at you, Cap. Would you rather take Dame and CJ or them two, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell? Name is CJ. Great answer. Yeah. I think the fact that it's Anthony Simons kind of makes me consider it a little bit. Consider they, they what? They make a conference finals once upon a time. The, the other one. The other option. What was the other option? The Garland and... Um, Mitchell? Yeah, Mitchell one. Uh, um, I'm working on a video. Y'all know I don't do scripts in my videos. This time I'm doing like a very light script. Okay. Based on the quote that Draymond Green had fucking five years ago at this point. Where he said there's 82 game players and there's 16 game players. And I'm trying to think about all of the 16 game players that I could possibly think of. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. So I I said, I'm going to say in my video that it's hard to say 16 game players to people that haven't won a championship because you literally need to play 16 games. But yes, of the mode of Jimmy Butler, like we could, if Jimmy Butler, players that elevate their game once we hit playoffs. That's that's literally what the question is. Jimmy Butler's a good one. 
These are the people I have on my list already. Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, Rajon Rondo, Dirk, Draymond Green, and Chris Paul. Why is Kobe not on there? Wait, is- I, just just based off recency, I guess. Oh, okay. You did have Dirk right there. I did have Dirk on there. You did have Dirk. Dirk Dirk being there is based on an article in my research. Okay. Okay. What what did you research? Players that got better in the playoffs. Oh. So is Kobe going to. So so Kobe just has a part of the research yet. Can you be be both in there, though? What do you mean? Can you be, like, say, Kevin Durant? We know he elevates his game, like, in the playoffs or something like that. If you think that Kevin Durant goes to a whole other level in the playoffs, yeah. Did you put LeBron out on your list? Nope. No, I'm not saying he's not. Obviously, you win championships, but mm-hmm. like I don't want to. I want to steer away from the obvious. Okay, LeBron's yeah, okay. The, then I, 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 I would go away from time. the because I feel like a lot of the stars lean into that just both because they're just you know they're stars sure. themselves. But even with that, Kawhi Leonard is a star, Jimmy, and that motherfucker is an All NBA great playoff time. Jimmy Butler's like a All Star, but he's like a fucking playoff god in the last couple seasons. What, As, if you excuse the first I, round, right, I'm going lower you know, tier. Yeah. I'm. Lower Danny, tier is what I'm asking Danny for. Danny Green. Really. The overall resume is probably against that. The moments that you think of it, probably yes. Him shooting 50% in the finals, him having a big game, him injuring Klay Thompson on purpose. Those make him playoff performers. Drew Holiday, I like that one. Drew Holiday's a... But you know what? I can't say that, though. Because he had his low point. He's had some pretty lows. In the finals. Yeah. I don't know the stats behind him, but I know Robert Ory's had a lot of big playoff moments. Yes. Shots. He's got shots. In the article that got me Dirk, Robert Ory was mentioned a ton. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't want to talk about Robert Ory. It's also a video (laughs) that I want to be excited about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Luka is it. He hasn't made it to the finals. Luka's a good one, but it's just, it's so, he's so young. He he definitely should be on the list, but like, It's so recent that it's like I don't really want to talk about it. We just saw it happen. Paul Pierce. I don't know. It's a good one. Andre Iguodala. I mean, eh. I mean, I yeah. like his shit is not even sixteen. It's just like he just go have moments. I think his impact is just <laughs> felt more in a. Well, Draymond Green was a, was talking about him and Andre Drummond. I mean, <laughs> Iguodala, <laughs> Andre Iguodala when he mentioned this, so. I don't know, man. Yeah. The the main person I'm I'm talking about though is Rondo, bro. Yeah, Rondo. Playoff Rondo goes to another level. I feel like it would have been a good one if they came off a championship. That's a good one, KB. Al Horford, Mono Ginobili. I feel like Al Horford's impact is always. We talk about him being like all star impact when it comes to the playoffs. Hmm. So your criteria is strictly they had to have gone to the finals. Is no, no. Okay. There's a lot of leniency. How do you say that word? Witness. I wouldn't even say PJ Tucker. It's just what the fuck he does is just needed in the play. You need to. You need a stopper. Yeah. Like what PJ Tucker does is it's the same thing he does throughout the whole regular season. Yeah. It's just. I don't know if he goes. Yeah. I don't know if he goes to another level. I just think more people see it because it matters more. Everything you're seeing in the playoffs is exactly what you saw throughout 82 games. I, I think that maybe the list that we have is good. Do I need 30 people to talk about? Absolutely not. No. I could talk about Rondo for eight minutes, I think. You could talk about Dirk for a lot. Dirk will probably get a mention more than a whole segment. Really? Yeah. That 2011 performance was fucking immaculate. But he also had times where he got eliminated as as the one seed by the eight seed where he sucked. So, you know. You could talk about that, too? Yeah. (laughs) See, it's the 16 games. Dwayne Wade. You want to put that championship, but it's just, I seen it. 
I feel like Jamal Murray was in there like when he got to the playoffs. He you don't instantly. you're thinking too much about the the championship. Jamal Murray then. It's such a small sample size for Jamal Murray though. Facts. The bubble. I think that has to matter too. John Wall is not a bad one. That's a fact. That's not a bad one. Mm. I said Tony Parker. Tony Parker played. I would say he elevated his game in the playoffs for sure. Okay. It's an excuse to talk about Rondo. That motherfucker Rondo. Man. That motherfucker, hey. I'd say last season, Rondo had us running some of them games, bro. Or you mean two years ago? Yeah. In the uh, bubble? When he no, 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 not two oh. years ago. I'm talking about last year. Oh. When we were bad. And I was like, he, he would take, Run. he would come in and, and he would come in and replace Russell and had that bitch running. Mm. Did the same thing with the Cavs. In threes. I remember he was in threes. Though. I love Rondo. That shit ain't. Rondo had a game in the bubble finals where he was like, was it sixteen and eleven? Ooh, I like Marcus off Hall the bench. Smush Parker. See, I can't say Jokic. He's a two-time MVP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he has some amazing playoff mo- uh, stats, um, but yeah, whatever. Whatever. Mike, you dropped the tape recently between last podcast and this podcast. How's that going? It's going good, bro. I got a lot of good feedback off of it. Um, they've been liking a lot of me and P songs a lot. Have you added them to your stream playlist? Like, do they come yeah, yeah, up yeah, while yeah, you're yeah. on stream? And people have a lot. skip? No, no. They request it, though. And, like, we listen to that on stream. But it's in my playlist for sure, yeah. Derek, have you listened to it? No, I listened to a few of the songs he dropped in the chat. I thought they were the same songs, but he said they're not. No, there's a there's so. there's same song. There's just like what's well, a whole album on there. I didn't drop no album in there. Okay. I'm gonna go back and really listen to it then. If it was Drake, you'll listen to it. No, it was, he wouldn't. If it was Eminem, he would not nah, because Kendrick no, he dropped it, he ain't listening. Yeah, he ain't, he's still listening to Kendrick. Yeah, I was talking out my ass, but you're right. If it was Eminem though, mm-hmm. he listened to Eminem verse on uh uh, DJ Khaled shit He was like damn I actually didn't even listen to The only thing I listened to Was that one song That was trending It was the fucking One with Lil Wayne Ross and Jay Z God did Yeah Okay I don't know DJ Khaled albums I've never really Tuned into them Except for like the hits There's no reason to In my opinion <laughs> Unless you really like Drake Oh, it's a Drake feature? I'm going to listen to that Drake's Drake song. feature was only like 30 seconds. Yes, yeah, intro. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> because he already gave him a single. So I'm not, why, why, why the fuck am I just doing your whole album, DJ Khaled? Here's an intro. And he did the single with Lil Baby. Ah, 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 stand alive. That's his single. So it's like, I don't know what the fuck, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Khaled be wanting niggas to do that. his whole album. Nigga, that's not how it works. Are you going to the wrestling thing tomorrow? Oh, all out? Bro, I tried to buy tickets on the floor. My girlfriend doesn't want to go, right? So she keeps out. She doesn't want to go. Because mm. uh, she says, I don't know, she doesn't want to pay it. I told her I'll buy you a ticket. But they're like $200, but you can't buy one ticket. I literally have to buy two tickets in order to sit on the floor. You have to buy two. Bring a How much are the tickets? Bring, bro, you should right bring Kyron. Like See if Kyron want to go. Hey, that's low key. Oh, actually, no, it's not very close to Kyron. When is it Sunday? Yeah, uh, tomorrow. And, and it, yeah, and that then, shit was fun, bro. It was very fun. The floor seats are two hundred. Then there's seats in the fucking stands that are two hundred. I'm like, I'm gonna sit on the floor, and I'm just like, bro. That speaking of that fucking event, bro. Um, shout out to Daniel Garcia too. 
that that was an amazing ass event, bro. Yeah, he did. He said when he come back, they gonna they gonna do it again. Said next time we back, Dodge. I, it's been so long because, like, I used to be a kid watching WWE, but, like, mm-hmm. it's been so long since I felt that little rush when you hear a theme song. I don't even know the motherfuckers theme yeah, songs, yeah. but th- there's nothing better than when you hear that theme song, you know my motherfucker is walking out yeah. that bitch, That bro. punk, that CM Punk Same pop punk, was ridiculous. That shit got D-mails up. Facts. It was one, it was one of the the songs that came out to me. It was that. I was like, damn, they lit a sale to that bitch. It's, uh, <laughs> I think they were called Private Party. I'm like, they shit low-key decent. Two dudes? I, yeah. Yeah, 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 they and gave I, us a show too. They, they gave us a show. Yeah, yeah, bro. I went you to, I watched, I went to the the video on YouTube. and I was looking at the comments. They was like, "These motherfuckers up next." <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody said about Daniel. His ass, he was acting his ass off. No, for real, real bro. Shit. Um, it also made me respect the prime people more because we watched like some beginner amateur shit in the oh, beginning yeah. before yeah. it actually started taping and they shit was like so fake like what i always love about wrestling is that obviously there's a little there's some fakeness to it but as a kid and even sometimes as an adult they do a very good job of just making it real yeah the first ones when we first got there that first hour niggas was talking about some I thought that was the real show. I was like, yeah. damn, this guy. Yeah, yeah. Those matches was flying, yeah. right? Yeah. And people didn't even have intros. Yeah. People was yeah. just walking just to the walking ring. To the the those motherfuckers already sitting in the ring waiting for that person. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers said, right. right. like, uh. And he told us, huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once we got down to the actual show, they, they, they was fast. Niggas nah. going through tables. They weren't doing that yeah. in the amateur shit. Yeah. Bro, I was like, how is he jumping off the fucking high road backflip and doing a twist? It's a three people. Yeah, private party was a highlight. Dante Martin was that his name? Dante. Dante Dante was was really fun. He um, lost though. He got his ass pinned. He did. Who else? Who Just else? The, the, the last match was the perfect. Last match the last was match was crazy. perfect, bro. That was with like Offspring. I don't know the rest of the guys. Will Offspring and Kenny Omega. They that shit was so fucking. Everybody thought the match was over. Yes, bro. Somebody would kick out. Yes, bro. <laughs> That's why I, um, the video I did yesterday is the Donovan Mitchell video. I wore my Kenny Omega hoodie because I'm like, oh, I, you I have got a Kenny Omega hoodie? Uh huh. Oh, I've worn it a thousand times, yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know you was into it like that. Uh, a, uh, like merch piece. West Side Gun made it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because he loves wrestling. He got a, he got a brand called I just Fourth Row. Yeah, I seen uh, Daniel have retweeted West Side Gun because he was talking about them. He from Buffalo. He Buffalo mm-hmm. kid. So, so I that was they, be, cool. uh, they be bringing him out and shit when they do concerts in Buffalo and shit. You know what it made me realize? What? That I could watch that shit Like at the No crib. yeah It on, made on, me feel like I, I'm close to buying The pay per view Like to watch Facts bro Cause yeah, that shit sure. is, That shit is highly yeah, anticipated shit That mm-hmm. shit made me Like be a little disappointed That like Cause I remember when wrestling At one point in everybody's life Up here Probably a lot of people no, Viewing was real. Wrestling was up here I know yeah, It was and, higher like than how basketball you, is Wrestling was right there I swear to god I don't know if Kyrie's still in this chat Me and Kyrie used to call each other Every Friday night And live watch Smackdown together oh, Over wow. the phone for Friday night first Smackdown, Monday like night grade. Raw. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when they did a uh, totally nonstop. This motherfucker, come on, bro! <laughs> Don't tell me you did it again. No, no, I think he good. He good. Oh my bro, god! What? Oh my god! Bro, why is it this close to my fucking foot? Bro, you got just go closer to D Mills. Yeah, but uh, uh, TNA totally nonstop action. I remember they started that, and it was like, yeah, yeah. it's good. It was all of the old wrestlers, yeah, like her ankle and stuff. Booker T, uh, Booker T. Man, yeah, wrestling. When I first who was your favorite wrestler ever? That's Edge. what dude that asked me. Uh, mine was Rey Mysterio, and that's what I said when uh, I walked through the security. He was like, "Oh man, nice Kobe shirt." He's like, "Who your favorite wrestler all the time?" I was like, "Rey Mysterio." Edge is my my favorite wrestler, like because of this one guy. 
Eddie Guerrero passed. But before Eddie Guerrero, before, we saw Vicky Guerrero that, the other night. Yeah, she. What, who was that? She walked out with. Oh, mm. uh, she was all on the camera yeah. looking mean. Was it Bull Rush or something like that? Right. I forgot. Was, uh, but yeah, I, I loved Eddie Guerrero. Then he went to Edge. I, I messed with I that. Thought, I thought your favorite was Rakishi. Come on now. Yeah. I did go through a Scotty Tuhati phase. Nothing wrong with that. No, his ass is being that motherfucker lit. <laughs> I love that. the worm on people with facts, bro. <laughs> Knocking people he out was with so it. lit, especially in the video games. They used to have him doing that shit. Niggas are good Scotty Tuhati just for him to do the worm. When I was younger, I loved the Jeff Hardys, Rob Van Dams, Ray Mysterios. But then as I got older, I loved the Randy Orton's, the Edges, the Heels. You like a heel. You yeah. like, I like a heel too, bro. I swear to God. Facts. Facts. Just talking shit yeah. and like getting involved with the crowd. I don't know. It's something about it. Randy Orton and, had a phase where like. Doubles yeah. and triples matches ain't shit better than when they do them little like. They be doing like tag team moves and they yeah. be jumping off the top rope. <laughs> yeah. They be suplexing dudes together. They be pile driving dudes together. I'm like, hell no. Nah. And they be all coordinated too. Oh, yeah. They have to be in sync. Oh, you yeah. can definitely tell when some shit is off a little bit. Did y'all fuck with Chris Benoit? Uh, I don't. I don't really remember. I remember him in the ring. I, I did as a wrestler. I mean, I obviously. obviously yeah. I'm I don't know if Chris Benoit had Mike skills. Like, I That's can't, a, yeah, I can't tell you either. He was just a straight wrestler, bro. Yeah. I did not he like was that choking shit. Niggas out. Yeah, I didn't like that shit because he was too wrestling for me. He didn't have enough flash. <laughs> I like Ric Flair. Chris Jericho is a good one. Too. I like yeah, I Chris Jericho. Like Brock Lesnar. I hated Brock Lesnar at the time. Brock he was Lesnar such a Brock villain. Lesnar. Once Brock Lesnar burned Mike skills. It was uh, it was over with for yeah. everybody. Yeah. I remember when he first came out. He had both. The, yeah, you have to have both. That's why guys like Jeff Hardy don't get big pushes. He might get a championship here and there, but he's not gonna get it because he can't do the mic skills. What the fuck was Jeff Hardy doing the other day? By the way, he uh, came yeah. out, stood, and watched the, the tag team, and then Hardy. left. That was Chris Jericho. Yeah, that was Chris Jericho. No, 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 no. no. Jeff was Hardy, Hardy was there. You literally said, "I can't. I ain't know Hardy was gonna he be here." He came out. No, that was Matt Hardy. Oh, Matt. Okay. Yeah, my Matt fault. Hardy. My fault. My bad. He came out. I don't even think they played his music. He walked out. He watched I, and, maybe, and then went back. He in. may be about to be a part of some the yeah. tag team shit because he watched the tag team. Was like, mm. but so we had, just don't know the lore. Like we need to get we like like taking notes and shit. For as long Batista as we know, had, Kyren, had a run. Kyron always. Anytime the Undertaker is brought up, Kyron oh is speaking speaking I about that man. He is just like. The next coming of Jesus. I bro. never liked that. He was the motherfucker, though. He oh, was like, that's a motherfucker Hall of Famer right there. Eddie Guerrero to go. That's bro, a Hall of Famer. Eddie right Guerrero would pull up in the low That was my favorite part. You didn't know what one he was going to bring yeah. out, bro. Bro, that shit was yeah. so goaded, bro. I would love to see what his garage actually looked like. That shit was so fucking You know what made me stop goated. watching? Mm. As they were bringing new people in, they weren't the, the people that they brought in didn't have great stories of like personalities. Oh. Like we didn't have that type of shit where people were in the low ride. We didn't have the dead man right. that would come into a fucking coffin. It was just people that was wrestling. I was like, this shit ain't as cool. I think that's why I don't really rock with like I don't like CM Punk. It ain't I, mm, after I watching him at the AEW AEW is cool, but his it's only like personality trait is he's from Chicago. Nigga, we all got that in come. I don't know. That I don't mean, make me that don't make you special. I've always I love Shawn Michaels. Of course, I got y'all know Shawn Michaels BK used to be that shirt, bro. Yeah, y'all know I would get I get a hoodie right now, yeah, bro. I'm telling Any, you, bro. Anytime you watch my YouTube video, you gonna see the Shawn Michaels painting in the background. Like age, age heartbreak kid. I went through nigga. all of my stuff and put like my vintage C shirts in a whole new thing. I got like nine vintage wrestling shirts that I forgot about. Like I wore the Rock one, and the dude gave me a compliment as I was walking. He's like, oh, yeah. "Nice, nice Rock shirt. I appreciate that." That's like that's actually something I want. Or gra- I want graphic wrestling tees. Well, it's yours, but like vintage ones yeah, go no. hard, bro. 
I want them to fucking come out with, with like some the, the pseudo vintage Like yeah. that type of stuff But like when you get the real vintage When you just feel like a whole new dude Yeah like when you said the one in Vegas I was like Bro I'm dead I, I was, was looking that? up uh, yeah. I, I wish we would've went I wish we would've went low key. I wanted to go so bad I wish we would've went I have I have vaguely remembered uh, the Sandman, so I just looked him up. Man, said him, he about to be sixty years old. Oh, uh, no. wait, can I see the, the, the dude with the white hair? Mm-hmm. Oh, this he does not look familiar. He was on ECW with Sabu. He did not look familiar. Oh, the Sandman. He would come out the crowd with a big ass stick. Um, stick, and yeah, yeah, I don't even look familiar. He about to be sixty. Yeah, that was the days, and then people they it, that kills me that people like CM Punk is still wrestling at this age, bro. Even Punk's if only like 45, 44. He's old. Randy Orton's wrestling only, years, yeah. but like, I mean, I guess technically, but Brock Lesnar went till he was like fifty, damn near, and he's still in great shape. Yeah. So I, it all depends on your body. Edge is still in great shape. So damn, he damn a dad, but he said he's gonna wrestle until next who, year. Who would you take in a who, fight? Edge? Yeah. Oh. Brock Lesnar. Or Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's a part of AEW. I, that's a fact. Yeah. I was looking at their roster the, after we when left. When did he change? I have no idea. He's on their roster, though. I don't I think he's wrestled, though. He, his record says 0-0. Zero zero. Oh, he must have just He's switched. on the roster. I did not but you know what's interesting about this? Remember, when we were walking into the place, I was looking at their roster. Yeah. And I was like, what's it, Brian Danielson? He yeah. looks hella familiar. Because his name was Brian. What was his name at WWE? Brian Danielson. No, it wasn't. I think it was just Brian Daniels. Oh, but they had to add the you son because be he right. didn't hold the they didn't hold the right, right. to his name. Oh. You might be right. So a yeah. lot of the people that is AEW that we recognize from WWE have different names. Okay, what's his name? Christian. Christian, we know him Christian. as Christian. Oh, they, but he wrestles yep. under Christian Lack Cage, I yep. think, or something like that. Yeah, because yes, they don't Christian know his Cage, they don't hold his right. name. When they said but Christian then, Cage, I was like, who's Christian? Me too. CM Punk. The Hardy Boys, they own their name. Yeah. I'm guessing because they were like top dogs in WWE. Like they might have bought their own That's names back. That's not true because John Cena doesn't own his name. Really? John Cena, even in movies, the WWE gets a portion of John Cena's money that he makes off movies just because of his name. They Fuck you talking about. Damn. Fact check. I, didn't know. He, he I was just talking shit. Somebody asked him, him like, does he hate that? And he said, no, that's the business that put me in this position. And he said, it's okay for me to Bro, no, that month, piece of the pie with What's them. his name? Who? Vince McMahon. Yeah. Original 360 deals. Facts. Original. Especially if, you got, especially if you got John Cena in one. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember, when, remember when his limo blew up? Yeah, he was supposed to be in know. it. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> and he was technically dead. They had us They had us in a chokehold, boy. Yeah. They had us in a fucking chokehold. With KB, Vince McMahon was in that limo and that bitch blew up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them also have to change their interest music. Sometimes they don't let them have that. personality still a hit, though. That was one of the things I went with uh, Edge. You think you know me? I used oh, to yeah. love that shit, the, bro. I, the moment after EW, I DM Reese and said, "When is Edge's next match?" Mm. And uh, he said it, it was this weekend, but it was in the UK. I was like, "Damn!" Damn. But I was like, "Whenever he wrestles, I'm, I want to see him before he retire." I, I love Bret Hart. I got to th- if you watch my videos behind me, it's a it's a it's a toy of Bret Hart in the ring. I want them to drop uh, my boy Daniel Garcia toy because they got AEW mm. wrestler toys in the fucking at Target. I always going like, let me see if my boy got his shit yet. He getting now. Yeah, he sure. is. He is. He yeah, somebody in the chat just said um, he gonna be on top of the world in like two years. I don't mm-hmm. know how true that is, but like, 
I, every time I, I see, to see it, him actually wrestle, I haven't seen him wrestle facts, yet. Facts. You know? he I wonder what he said. The N word. He did. What? Yeah, he you did. Seen that clip to Booker oh, T? Yeah, he said it literally on show. Yes, and it was just cool because it was late, early 2000s, late 90s. Bro, he like, did so much. Like he did so much shit in the early. You 2000s. ever seen Booker T say nigga? And like, <laughs> 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 I'm sick and tired of these niggas. Ah, yeah. I let it slip. Fifteen minutes at the pay per view. What is he talking about? Is there another pay per view? Oh. Does the oh, SmackDown have something today, right? Yeah, they do. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw some uh, 2K creators out there. Bro, 2K got community day going on. They, they, ain't shit they never have. I'm not even complaining okay. about that because I wouldn't have gone anywhere. I'm not flying it. Where is it? In it's LA, in I'm LA, gonna... I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> they flew out hella people. I'm actually surprised at the amount of people that were there. Usually it feels like it's like seven, eight, maybe 12 ish. It, it had to be like 40 motherfuckers. Damn. damn. I ain't getting no call. And I'm like, damn. You know? I can't wait for the game to drop. I ain't gonna lie. When does the game drop? Next Friday. And yeah, this Thursday. Literally. This Thursday. Night? Yes, let's go. And we we doing twenty four hour. This weekend, it right? You doing it? Oh, you doing it too? Oh, that's why you said to to them that you busy. I forgot because they wanted us to do a stream or whatever. He said I'm busy. I uh, forgot because he's doing that twenty four. No, I'm not. I'm I'm gonna be in the Discord with you. Or some of it because I'm gonna be playing too. Hell, I ain't doing this shit with you. I got stuff to do. He got a kid. I have a whole kid. So he gonna keep you up. She definitely keep me up. I might stream for that. Just streaming my build. Yeah, it'll be fun. Watch out for that, y'all. I might stream that. You I know, Kyron was streaming the P- other day. PC what? boys. Kyron had his fucking face. He had a face cam. I didn't even get to notey about it, bro. Kyron streaming with a face cam. I was like, oh shit, bro. We had our friend group has hella potential. Motherfuckers just got to tap in. That's it. That's all. It's really all it is. Motherfuckers got to tap in. John Terrence is hit me up by a new monitor. He finna. He, he said he downloaded crazy. OBS. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, oh, who did you? Terrence. Terrence. Oh. I bet OBS. Don't come on, man. Don't, don't bro. T- we could put together a legit content team, but niggas got to be down with making content. Silent now. I'm talking to me. You just want to react to Derek. <laughs> <laughs> that should be funny. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna react to the video I just dropped? Let's out. Yeah, I dropped it at 11.30. 11.30. Let me see. Oh, Where, oh, oh is it the 24-hour one? Yeah, 24-hour one. You dropped it during the pod. D-Mills on not. YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, go watch D-Mills' new video. Yeah, yeah, I usually like to wait a few days. Yeah, let's end this so they can go watch yeah. Derek. Make sure you run his shit up. <laughs> I got a piss, too. That's hey, everybody, that. leave a like on the stream as we get out of here. We appreciate y'all stopping by. Five-year anniversary. Five-year anniversary is amazing, man. Herlin, send me that clip for that, from the end of that game. The rankings Ooh. resume next week. Unless... Somebody else get traded. You know we love the rankings. We definitely love the rankings. <laughs> yeah, come on. We got you. We're gonna let you gonna run 2K with us. We got you. We, and after that, we doing power fours. After that, we doing centers. Then we doing coaches. The rankings. <laughs> we doing jerseys. Cake's got a lick. We doing said, fan bases. Rankings, rankings, rankings. <laughs> Shout out to Kyra. We love y'all. We out. Peace. Mm-mm-mm. Dude.